is up? It's the rant. My name is Jeff Rackliff, and it is Wednesday, October 27th. A little fired up this week, man. A little fired up. Halloween week. We get a Halloween football Sunday. That's going to be fun. I'm going to be the, the weird guy standing in the driveway with the TV with football on, handing out beers to all the dads trick-or-treating. That's me. Adult trick-or-treating. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Anyway. Uh, it is rankings day on the show, and we're gonna dive into it. A lot of, uh, well, a lot of movement, a lot of movement at some of these positions, but really not a lot of movement at quarterback. I've said kind of all along, if you have one of the top ten, you're good. And this week, out of the top eight, well, they're all top ten guys for me. Uh, one one of uh, my top 10s is not actually a top 10, but he's a top 12, so you can start him, <laughs> figure that all out, and Lamar's on by, all right? Uh, so here we go. Josh Allen at one, yeah, until it doesn't work. We're going to keep going back to that. Patrick Mahomes, I am not worried about anything, really. I, I love the fact that the defense is not performing well. I do think Tyreek Hill needs to be fully healthy for this team to be firing on all cylinders, but I'm not worried about Mahomes. Kyler Murray coming in at number three, uh, obviously not worried about him. Now, I will say this. At number four, I have Jalen Hurts, and this is the most bizarre situation because Jalen Hurts, by all football standards, is not performing well. He is not the sole reason for the Eagles' woes, but he is a probably pretty big part of it, right? They just don't have uh, a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL. They, he's not an NFL quarterback, uh, at least at this point in his career. No, it's still very early in his career, and I am willing to give him the benefit of the doubt if the Eagles are willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. But I, I digress. I don't freaking care when it comes to football. Because, hey, he's putting up major numbers. <laughs> like, even if it all happens in the fourth quarter, I don't really care. And he's facing Detroit. So, there you go with Jalen Hurts. Uh, Matty Stafford at five. Dak Prescott. I think he'll be good. We still don't quite know. Remember, he was banged up right before the bye with the calf. But he should be good. Justin Herbert at seven. Tom Brady at eight. The only top 10 guy not in the top 10, but he's top 12, is Aaron Rodgers. I have met 11. You're not going away from Aaron Rodgers. So who are the top non-top 10 plays? <laughs> Did you get all that? This week. Kirk Cousins comes in at 9 for me. What we have seen out of Cousins is he can perform well in the right matchups. And, you know, I don't love the stretch for him, but he's going up against Dallas. I know they have Trayvon Diggs, but... At the same time, you can still throw on them and expect a healthy uh, game script there for really for both teams. Uh, Joe Burrow after last week at 10. Let's let's go easy a little bit here on anointing Joe Burrow as the next big thing. I know it's very, very easy to look back at what he, what he has done for us lately, but the entire body of work still profiles him as more of an upside guy for me than he is an every week set and forget starter. Uh, he does face the Jets. Remember, you can run all over the Jets, too. So that could be a little bit of negative correlation. It doesn't move me off of him. He could still get plenty done against them. As I mentioned, Aaron Rodgers at 11. Then it gets a little dicey. I right now have a grouping of Daniel Jones, Ryan Tannehill, Matt Ryan, and Teddy Bridgewater. All essentially, I could put any one of them at 12. Uh, you get different things with each of those guys. Obviously, Jones, high ceiling, very low floor. 
Tannehill and Ryan and and really Teddy to a lesser extent are higher floors. I love where Ryan has been trending recently. Faces Carolina though, so I don't necessarily love that. Teddy's matchup is uh is a good one against Washington. And of course, Ryan Tannehill back in our good graces after last week. See, you just a little bit of patience. Indy, not the best matchup, not the worst matchup uh, for Tannehill. On the outside of that, if you really needed somebody this week, Trevor Lawrence, Carson Wentz, probably as far as I'm willing to go. I'm not willing to go into the Jameis Darnold Heineke territory in one quarterback leagues. Moving over to running back, the King is at the top and nothing changes. Derrick Henry, then Dalvin Cook coming back from by Jonathan Taylor rolling, Austin Eckler coming back from by Alvin Kamara. Uh, it's a tough matchup, there's <laughs> no doubt about that. Zeke, Aaron Jones back to back there, then DeAndre Swift and Nick Chubb coming in at nine. Stop with the conspiracy theories over Nick Chubb. Uh, if you think, feel, or believe something in fantasy football, it's probably wrong. You got to have some kind of evidence here. Uh, and, you know, the evidence points to Chubb coming back this week. Uh, Joe Mixon at 10. Daryl Henderson at 11. I think he bounces back here. James Robinson coming back from by at 12. Cordero Patterson, who is the number one running back in Atlanta now at 13. Najee Harris at 14 coming off a bye. Good to get him back. Daryl Williams at 15. Again, I'm not fully buying what we saw last week out of this Kansas City team. That was a weird game for a number of reasons, and uh, I'm, I'm continuing to roll uh, with Daryl Williams for as long as Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is out. Damian Harris, I don't know about the game script in this one for Damian Harris, so don't just look at last week's numbers and be like, oh, he's amazing. It's going to be a tougher game for that team. Chuba Hubbard coming in at 17. He's still the lead back. And Christian McCaffrey is still not going to be on the field. Leonard Fournette at 18. That is tough on both sides. You have the two best run defenses in the NFL facing each other in that one. Khalil Herbert at 19. He is locked in it as the lead guy. You can run a little bit on San Francisco, though I'm not overly bullish here just because of the overall state of the Chicago Bears offense. Elijah Mitchell at 20 on the other side of that one. Antonio Gibson at 21. He's now more of a mid-range to back-end RB2. Devontae Booker at 22. Kenny Gainwell all the way up to 23 this week with no Miles Sanders. We'll have a little Jordan Howard there, but I expect plenty of Gainwell. Rounding out the RB2s for us, Zach Moss at 24 for the Buffalo Bills. I'll give you a couple flex plays here at running back, but first we're going to take a quick break. So right now at running back, a couple flex plays that are in the mix. Alex Collins at 25. I wasn't quite sure what they were going to do with Rashad Penny, and they actually did use Rashad Penny a bunch in the first quarter, or first half, I guess. First quarter is true, too. Both are true. But uh, they ultimately went away from that. So Collins, as long as Chris Carson is sidelined, appears to be the lead back. Of course, things can always change very quickly in the NFL, so just a flex play. Javante Williams as a flex. Michael Carter, both of these guys trending up. Chase Edmonds flexed out. Melvin Gordon. Miles Gaskin. Uh, and Gaskin should touch the ball a fair share with Malcolm Brown on injured reserve, but it's always volatile there. You could also flex out Singletary, J.D. McKissick, James Conner, Jamal Williams, Tony Pollard, and Boston Scott. That rounds out my top 36 right there. 
Uh, moving over to wide receiver. And by the way, somebody was like, hey, well, why are your rankings different on the site than the podcast? Because my rankings are always being updated and things are changing all the time. So think about it like this. When I do the podcast, I'm giving you the most updated rankings I have at this moment in time, which is about 9.45 a.m. Eastern on Wednesday. If you check them at another point, they're going to be different because I do update. So there you go. Uh, Cooper Cup, stud. Tyreek Hill, please get healthy. Stephon Diggs, also stud. Jamar Chase at four. Jamar Chase. He's amazing. It's so much fun. I'm so glad that everybody who whined and complained about uh, dropping footballs and they should pick Penny Sewell, I'm glad they're all wrong. And notice that like all the, the Penny Sewell thumpers have not come out and said, you know what? That was wrong because that is not like modern day social media. <laughs> anyway, Debo Samuel at five. Love Debo. Justin Jefferson at six. DJ Moore at seven. Here's the thing with Moore. The volume is still there. So I'm going to keep going back to the well with DJ Moore. And ultimately, too, I love the matchup. It's Atlanta. It's it's not a tough matchup for him. Uh, AJ Brown after last week trending up at at eight at nine. CD Lamb also good to have him back from bye. DeAndre Hopkins is a little banged up. Let's stop with the DeAndre Hopkins hate. Uh, if you drafted him to be a massive high ceiling player, then you have not been paying attention to DeAndre Hopkins. He's actually a high floor player. He's kind of like uh like how we view Keenan Allen is how we should be viewing DeAndre Hopkins, like higher floor. If you get a little ceiling, that's a bonus. DeAndre Hopkins has been top 15 the last three weeks. Keep rolling with him. Mike Evans at 11. We don't know Antonio Brown's status just yet. Obviously, Evans benefited a little, as did Chris Godwin at 12 from no Antonio Brown last week. Deontay Johnson at 13, good to have him back. Mike Williams at 14, good to have him back. DK Metcalf showed, hey, I only need a play or two, and I'll give you an entire week of fantasy production. It doesn't matter who's under center. So we're going to keep rolling with him. At 16, Terry McLaurin. So I know that's maybe a little bit lower than uh, we ordinarily would expect, but it is Denver. It's a tough matchup in general. So I'm just, I, I like to temper expectations and rank accordingly. Amari Cooper at 17, Keenan Allen, the aforementioned at 18. Calvin Ridley, can we get this guy some targets over 10 yards in the air, please? At 19. Adam Thielen at 20. Just when we thought he was down, he rises back up right before the bye. Same thing with Robert Woods. I'm fine with him as a wide receiver, too. I think we kind of know where we are with that team, too. It's like, all right, Cooper Cup is crazy open all the time, so duh, Matty Stafford's going to throw to him. But Woods still is going to get his at times. Cortland Sutton, no, I love the matchup for Cortland Sutton at 22. Claypool at 23. A lot of folks drop Claypool. Pick him up. He's a wide receiver, too. Um, Michael Pittman at 24. Carson Wentz loves himself, so Michael Pittman. Marvin Jones at 25. Front end wide receiver three with more upside there, too. Uh, and obviously, Trevor's, Trevor Lawrence has liked him all along. Uh, Manny Sanders, I still want to trade him away, but I'll use him as wide receiver three. T. Higgins at 27. Brandon Cooks at 28. No, we're not jumping off of Brandon Cooks after one week. Chill. Just chill. Devontae Smith, I still believe in the talent. The volume is decent enough. At 29, at 30, Tyler Lockett trending back. Jalen Waddle, we'll have to see if he's able to practice this week. He should be able to, but he is a little dinged up with an ankle at 31. 
Sterling Shepard, speaking of banged up, can he get back on the field this week at 32? That's a big question. If he does, he's a wide receiver three. LaVisca Chenault at 33, wide receiver three. Julio at, uh, at as a wide receiver three at 34 as well. Jacoby Myers, decent enough volume. He'll never score a touchdown. <laughs> it's a running joke. Uh, 35, and then Jerry Judy getting back on the field. I would rather him than Timmy Patrick at 36. Just on the outside looking in, but playable options this week as flexes. Corey Davis, stop with the Corey Davis. Like, I'm going to drop him. No, he's still fine. He's still the number one receiver. I'm going to keep number one receivers, especially if they touchdown upside like he does. Cole Beasley at 38, 39. Christian Kirk, 40. Uh, Tyler Boyd. Robbie Anderson still has touchdown upside of 41. Jarvis, A.J. Green, Randall Cobb. And yes, I have not mentioned any Green Bay Packers wide receivers. Marquez Galloway, then the two Bears receivers, McCole Hardman, Van Jefferson, and Khalif Raymond rounding out the top 50. All right, so as we currently sit here on a Wednesday morning, Alan Lazard is on the co- or is in the COVID protocol along with Devontae Adams, along with some of the coaches, it looks like, and the situation is a bit of a mess. Uh, I will say this. If... Adams doesn't go if Lazard doesn't go. Now, Adams has a better chance than Lazard based on when they were put into the COVID protocol. We could see Marquez Valdez-Scantling. We we should see plenty of uh, Randall Cobb as well and some Robert Tunyon. If those guys don't go, Robert Tunyon becomes pretty interesting as a tight end streamer. And then you would you would slide Randall Cobb up, and you would slide Marquez Valdez-Scantling. So Randall Cobb would very likely become a wide receiver at three-ish, and then Valdez-Scantling like a flex. I'm just not overly bullish on them. The over-under for this thing has continued to go down, by the way. It's at 50.5 right now on DraftKings. That was 51 last night. Half-point movement's not a ton, but I expect it to continue to drop uh, right there. All right, tight ends for the week. You ready? Uh, at the top, set and forget, guys. Travis Kelsey, Kyle Pitts. Remember when everybody was panicking over Kyle Pitts? Play the long game in fantasy football. TJ Hawkinson, Mike Gusecki, Dallas Goddard. If I have one of those five this week, I'm sitting pretty. I'm good. If I don't, the guys who I am uh, most confident in outside of them, I have five more. And then it gets messy. All right? Dalton Schultz, Noah Fant, Hunter Henry, Tyler Higby, Zach Ertz. If I have one of those five, I don't love my situation. I'm fully prepared for them to go two catches for 22 yards, but I'm okay. I don't feel the need to work the waiver wire. If I don't have those guys, if I have Mark Andrews on a bye and I don't have any of those guys, or I have Darren Waller on a bye, here's our options. You ready? Jared Cook, CJ Uzama, Ricky Seals-Jones, Robert Tunyon, Moali Cox, Evan Ingram, Dan Arnold, Tyler Conklin, Cole Komet, and Tommy Sweeney. Remember, Dawson Knox not playing. So Tommy Sweeney slides in as a desperation guy this week. All right, that wraps it up. If you want the rankings, head on over to ftnfantasy.com plus all the tools. If you want the betting information, ftnbets.com. Promo code RATPACK gets you a discount on both sites. At Jeff Radcliffe on Twitter, at Jeff Radcliffe on Instagram, and I'm going to be back tomorrow. We'll talk a little wide receiver cornerback matchups for you here on a football Thursday. I'll catch you on the flip side. I'm Jeff Radcliffe, and I'm out.